Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town and here's what's coming up today. Luton finally end their record of not winning from behind away from home this season after a 3-1 incredible comeback win against the bottom of the table side which let's be honest pretty much makes it doom and gloom for Wickham Wanderers which I know Batari you're buzzing about and Dave you're very happy about that as well. Yes. What a win that was we'll discuss that in more detail today. Uh, Kazenga Luwalawa and George Moncur made a huge impact off the bench, but where does their future lie? Will they be signing new contracts? Should they even start the next game against Watford? The big derby is on its way. Today we discuss that. And also answer your Instagram questions and plenty more. And on a day where the world is becoming slightly more normal again. It feels Whee! good, doesn't it? Yeah, Pop gardens are open. Dave's back doing driving lessons. And we can, go, we can go get some food C- from restaurants Could I just now, say, so. we didn't plan this very well, did we? Pubs open, we should have booked a pub garden and done yeah, our bloody thing well. from there. Do you know what? I actually did think about it, and then I just thought... Oh, so why did no one say Well, I don't know. You know producer terrible. Jacob's fault, probably. But either way. Yeah. <laughs> blame yeah. as well. <laughs> Minute 47 in, blame producer Jacob. I love it. Um, it's it's We're in a good mood because of, of that, but also because of the football. It's been a great weekend of football. Uh, Luton coming from behind for the first time I think for two years since Oxford away from home uh, to win a game well, wow. which is quite extraordinary it's taken that long but it was, it was good wasn't it oh, it, was more than, it was special wasn't it the result was good Let, I know we're going to talk about the game in a minute the result was good let's not let's not draw ourselves away from the full performance of the game but the goals and the way that they came back into it were fantastic and every single goal was a fantastic goal just a massive relief wasn't it really because, I mean... Like I Release said, is probably were, a good word, isn't it? Because... Oh, man, of course. I mean, you, can you imagine losing to those fuckers? You, you, you just wouldn't want to... You couldn't even imagine it, could you? I mean, maybe you, Dave, you was obviously... Oh, no, I think I, you was worse than Luke the other day, to be honest, didn't you? <laughs> I, I dislike... I, I, I dislike Wickham with a passion. Oh, I'm with you there. I dislike Hazel. the way they play the game. The only thing I'm disappointed with is we weren't behind that goal because mm-hmm. it would have been an amazing place ends. to be. It would have been mental. When Luwala score would have been unreal, wouldn't it? I'd have fallen down the stairs. <laughs> a bit unreal. Um, before we get into Always the game then, let's look at some three-word reviews, how you guys summed up the game in three words. Uh, Dan says, we've got George. Alison, what a comeback. Sam, poor 78 minutes. Robert said, inspired game changers. Justin, three good goals. Fraser says, Nathan Jones, hairdryer. Steve says, Pearson replacement, please. Clive says League One Wickham. Rich, another cornic assist. Fair play. I'll, I'll even put my hands on him and say, yep. yeah, he's on to 10 assists, I think, this season now. Go, and Will says, imagine a way end. Oh, there you go. Some really good three-word reviews there. I do like um, Robert's inspired game changers because that's what Nathan Jones calls them. Substitutes, as uh, Dwayne likes to call them because I said that earlier. Sorry, Dwayne <laughs> didn't like that, but I'm, I'm going to go do that in a second. So, it's nice, uh, though, that... But it feels like this is the first time this season where the subs off the bench have made like a real, real impact. Like two of them have come on and changed the game and it feels like that's not happened a lot this season. Oh no, nowhere near enough. I mean, how many times, well, saying that though, how many times he brought on substitution, uh, in, well, has he, 
I'm, we're going to call them substitutions, all right? How many times have you brought them on and say, like, 10 minutes to go when they, they could have been the case in, like, the 50th minute or whatever else? But, yeah, well, that was a lot of criticism Nathan Jones yeah. got was, why do we leave it so late? We kind of leave it as a reaction instead of, you know, being proactive and trying to change the game. It seems like this time, we went for it quite early on. We had Kaz and Moncar on the pitch with mm-hmm. 35 minutes to go. I think it helps playing against Wickham as well, because let's face it, they're not exactly the greatest team in the world, are they? Uh, no, they're not the greatest team. I would say that the manager changed the formation a couple of times during that game easily, mm-hmm. and bringing on the substitutions was genius, at the because with hindsight, total genius, because of, of the way they impacted on it. But just that, we we should have been playing better than we were anyway. Yeah. So... Um, you know, you, you would have expected us to, to be a little bit better than we were. And with two players out there to prove a point as well, let's face it. Yeah. And Playing uh, for their futures, isn't they, really? Well, we were going to talk about them too later on in the podcast. Mm. Um, I think when you look at the start of the game, it kind of picked up from that Barnsley game, I felt. There wasn't much going on. It was, yeah, it was very struggling to create scoring opportunities. And then you've got to remember the opposition we played against in Wickham. I think every time we play Wickham, the same thing happens. We sort of drop mm-hmm. to their level a bit. Um, they are there to they're there to, to to spoil the game almost. That's how I feel. I didn't feel that they were any trouble. I just we just didn't get past. Do you reckon it's difficult when you drop to a level of an opposition to get into your own flow and your own, you know, your own style and your yeah, own movement? I suppose that. I mean, like, we all know that they play their dirty little tactics as well. They like to dive all over the place and whatever else and time waste, which obviously is key for them, but. I mean, so yeah, you can drop down, you find yourself dropping to that level, but realistically, you shouldn't be. Because I'm sure no player in that team would say, well, actually, no, we didn't. I'm sure they would argue back with us and go, well, no, we didn't drop down to that level. But to us, it feels like... Maybe they That's didn't, what maybe, it looks like, though, maybe when you're watching yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's just utter frustration, to be honest. Because you, know the, the, you know that Luton could be better than they were yeah. that day. And every time we play Wickham, you get into the same thing. Yeah, the game, scrapped, the game well, slows yeah. down. Um, they do... They do do tactically fouling and whatever else, and, and they seem to waste, in our view, seem to waste time. Yeah, of course. They would call it game management, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what the frustration is, because you know that we can play miles better than we did, and we, yeah. we just didn't. We just didn't we, we didn't take it to them immediately, and that's what disappointed me, really. Yeah. I don't know about you two, but I thought um, the game sped up a bit with Dewsbury Hall on the pitch in that second half. I think when he came on a half-time, he gets the ball and he's he's moving it quicker. And he's yeah, it's a transition, isn't it, from yeah. the midfield to attack. But that, isn't, that, isn't, that, isn't that the manager saying, get on there, do this, make it quick? Yeah. We have but to speed up. He, he probably put a rock up there after half-time. In all fairness as well, like, I've seen no people say, oh, he probably should have started. Maybe, but at the same time, he's played a lot of minutes this season. He, I don't think he's, that's the first time he's been you know, dropped or hasn't started, whatever you want to call it. I think since we've had him, is it not? I'd and rather have him rested for the weekend. But yeah, um, exactly. And the thing is, I don't blame him for doing that. I'm not blaming Nathan Jones because at the end of the day, I mean, Jesus, like you say, his form had dipped. I said it last week, week four. Yeah. I think everyone knows it had, but he still plays at a high enough level. Do you know what I mean? Maybe we expect too much from him, right. but the way he came in, he, like you say, he impacted the game. So that is, that's what we needed. Maybe he couldn't, have, he wouldn't have impacted the game as much from the start or vice yeah. versa. And it's you, worked out in our favour in the end, isn't it? So. You, should, you shouldn't under, underestimate a team that's bottom of the league fighting for survival because uh, they are always going to try and put in a, an extra shift. But as a manager, you're going, do I save him for the, the bigger game? Mm-hmm. For in, in our view, is the bigger game. Yeah. Although some people would argue, take the easy three points from Wickham. Oh, 100%. And make 100% no, I'd be say, you know, I was feeling about it. Yeah, I'll be honest. I think the Wickham game, to me personally, 
Yeah, you don't say it. I'm, I'm not going to say it. it's don't not say as it. big, but it's, don't it's say it. it was huge. Like as a because let's face it, you, Dave. I'm like you. Obviously, we said it the other day. You kept going. Oh, why do you hate them so much? We hate I, them. We literally hate Wickham. Me and Dave, don't we, Dave? We can't stand them. It's crazy because I just can't stand the way they play football. Nah. Also, the way they got promoted. I mean, it's not yeah, their fault they exactly. got promoted in that way. However, they don't inspire me to want to watch them mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, but you wouldn't because you're a Luton fan. But, but anyway, but no, that's not the point. <laughs> if you go and see a game, right? If you go and see a game and and you play your socks off and you get beaten by the better team, fine. But when you get beaten by tactics that, that they have, not fine. Yeah, I don't like Wickham, but I just think they're irrelevant. I think they're too small for me to worry about. Um, mm, a bit like something else. Sorry, that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks, guys. Uh, anyway. No, I'll get rid of that. <laughs> I mean, they're staying in, mate. They're staying in. Uh, so basically, Nathan Jones said last week on the podcast, uh, well, not on the podcast, but we ended the podcast last week with that quote from Nathan Jones saying how he's not going to mess about this team anymore. He's not going to mess about seeing if anyone's good enough or wants to be here. Mm-hmm. Um do you think Luke Berry falls into that category of is, is Luke Berry needing to maybe prove a point that he's good enough to be here next season? Because he came in to the starting eleven alongside um, Bradley Collins and Bree. Do you know? Weirdly enough, I don't see Berry going into the season. No, no, I think he offers more than what. You know, obviously, some people say about Tunnicliffe. People say sometimes say that saying about fucking get me words out. Tunnicliffe saying about Berry. Berry, there you go. And but I think he gives. Great work rate, effort. All right, he's not the quickest, strongest, whatever player. But Does I it come a stage, though, where the attributes you've just listed isn't good enough anymore? Like, is there a stage where we oh. got to go, look, thanks for that, Depending that on how work play, rate. Yes, but but maybe we could go for someone who's just a bit better in quality and can offer that as well. It also depends if you can get those players that have extra quality. But well, I, That's I, the issue, isn't this it? This is it, yeah. That, that is totally the issue. Too. If you can't find anybody better, why would you let them go? Mm-hmm. That would be, I, so I, I know as football fans, we get a bit sentimental sometimes, and I'll say, I like Luke Berry, I'm sure we all do. But I think, I think you yeah. could find someone better than Luke Berry out there this summer. I think we're going to need to replace Dewsbury Hall. Like, 100% going to need to replace him. So This is it. We don't want to change too much in the midfield, do we, really? Hey, listen, with the Dewsbury Hall thing, we know he's going, unless a miracle happens. Well, you he's, never know, might no, for another unless season. Unless a miracle, he's saying the right things, but unless a miracle happens, he would only say go. them mm-hmm. things yeah. right Of now, course, right. But we also felt the same when Izzy Brown buggered off, mm-hmm. you know. So you know, and Clark trust, came in and yeah, trust, and trust, yeah, trust the management. Um, Luke Berry, you know, if he's if he's here next season, great. If he's not, we'll move on. Well, Wickham were handed the opportunity to go one 0 up when they got given a penalty. Pearson, oh, um, oh no, producer Jacobs bit about the the earlier incident. Pearson already kind of dived in on that. Ik, 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 piezu. Ik piezu, thank you. Um, I'll do your job next week, mate. No, <laughs> yeah, might have to in a couple of weeks. We're going to be on holiday. Hey, but um, no. <laughs> that one wasn't a penalty. And then like well, it five wasn't minutes a penalty. Do you know later, why it wasn't a penalty? Because he dived. Because it wasn't a penalty. Because yeah. they were doing their thing. They were doing the diving. I think I tweeted that at that, that point. Yeah. He he literally dived. It wasn't a pen in a million years. Never. And yeah. then again. Is this, is this the first one? The first yeah, one. The yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah. Never a penalty. And then the second one was also, for me, is a dive as well. Yeah, so the second one, Pearson's kind of knocked off the ball near the sideline. I think that would have been soft if that was given. Hang on a minute. Let's just put that into perspective because um, let's think of Tottenham Man United at the weekend mm. and the little the little knock in yeah. the face. Well, that, yeah. yeah. That's no, just... It's the same thing. Pearson was it was bleeding, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 but it's it's it's, it's a foul. In all fairness, I do I understand. I do see what he's saying. It's very similar. It is because I understand that. Exactly but like a little slap no button, one's saying the one in the Premier League was correct either. Like ah, oh, but it it clearly you know. was. 
Well, so apparently to the officials it was, but yeah, I mean, you'll <laughs> never know. It's subjective at the end of the day, isn't it really? But well, Naismith brought him down in the box and the guy took oh, Do you know what? I don't, to be fair, I don't either. think Naismith made much, if any, contact at all. I think the guy just put his leg in there. I think Naismith pulled out. But obviously, don't get it wrong. I mean, we need to watch it a lot closer from a different angle. But for me, I've watched it three times over and I think that, you know, Naismith's obviously there. There was no complaints from Naismith when he made that challenge. No, but, I, yeah, but... You know, sometimes if you're the player, you see you go at a fast pace, and for me, it was don't get it wrong. I think it was clever. Sent it was was it Piazza again? Was it? It was clever. Sent a forward play. It was really clever. I mean, if Mus- that was that Musque. Oh, was it Musque? Was it? Sorry, whoever it was. Anyway, but um, I think it was, if it was one of our players, we'd be going, oh, brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Very clever. But yeah, and 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 I would also argue, what's the point in arguing because they never change their mind. No. Literally never changed their mind. So, you know, he sits there, takes a decision and goes, right, oh, okay, we'll get on with it. So Yeah, but you see... It's very soft. You see times where players give away a foul and they're adamant they, they did touch the ball or they didn't make contact, but Naismith... Well, I, I, I would say that, but, you know, the referee's given a penalty. He's not going to change his mind. He's just not going to change... Unless, he's, unless his linesman's flagging and he goes over another, you know, a 10-minute conversation with him, he's not changing his mind. What's the point? You're only going to get yourself booked. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying from his reaction, I thought I thought it was a pen. Either way, took the pen, we'll scored. Watch it, we'll watch it after. We'll have a discussion about it again. Lovely, yeah. all right. Sounds good. Um, and then at halftime, made uh, made two changes. Harry Cornick and Jujubi Hall came on for Berry and Tunney. And it kind of changed the game a little. Like I said earlier, Jujubi Hall comes on and, and that pace of the game seems to change with, with that, mm-hmm. like you said, transition play, weren't it? Of just... Link play and just well, everything looked a bit quicker. Box to box, isn't he? I mean, yeah. I don't think there's always there's never ever a set position with Dewsbury Hall within like the centre or the you know the middle part of the pitch or whatever you want to call it. There's no set position. I mean, he could be you know this there. He could be here. He could be. Do you know what I mean? In a centre forward position at one point, he could be left like side of midfield. It, you know, it could be anywhere, or he could be like shielding the back four at one point. You, you never know with him. And I think that's what helps us because it helps other players as well. I mean, he's got energy. Let's face it. Yeah, real good energy as well. And then Luala Wild brought on in fifty-five minutes. Um, at this stage, we had so many attackers on the pitch, didn't we? Uh, I think we're just clearly going well, for this. Yeah, because you know one we, had other, we had to. We had to. We couldn't perform any worse than we did in the first half. Mm-hmm. So you know, you, you needed to to push up the pace. I, I kept saying, press higher, go quicker, go for it. Yeah, and then they were there to be beaten. And then Wickham got their red card. Josh Knight straight red for a lunge on Jordan Clark. It, mm. It was one of them, them them fouls that as soon as it happened, watching the live pictures, I thought, oh, he could be in trouble here because the way his foot kind of like moved with his leg yeah. did make it look a bit high and stampy. But yeah, I don't I can, know, looking at the replays... I think it's because he's left his foot in there, hasn't he? He's left his foot in there. Uh, I, I've heard of things that like he got his studs caught in the laces or whatever. No, rubbish. Mm. He left his foot in there. He made an extra push. For me, he's put himself in that position. For me, it was day, a yeah. red on the day. Uh, whether it gets rescinded, don't care. But um, a red or first time viewing, or did you change your mind when you saw the replay? No, I said red, even on replay. Yeah, I, I stuck with red. Yeah, I thought it was a red because I, I thought probably because yeah. I, to be fair, it's probably because we hate yeah. Wickham a lot. But yeah, um, it it, is. for me, I think it was we're a bit a, biased. Though. I think we're a bit sort of like deluded by the fact that we hate him. So <laughs> no, here's the other thing though. <laughs> I'd agree on that. I mean, but <laughs> if he's going in for the ball and he's and his studs are in a position where they're sort of at like the up, that sort of angle. Mm-hmm. And for those who are not watching, 
you know, almost vertical hit in his leg, then it's a foul. Well, yeah, and it's, way, and it's yeah. dangerous play. The way you've got to look at it is, if his studs are up, it's that, dangerous that's play. another part of the ankle or the foot or whatever, that could be break, breaking an ankle or, do you know what I mean? It could be breaking any part of the foot or the bite. But look, he's caught him on the, I think it was the top, was it, of his boot or whatever. Yeah, and it looks like he gets his foot and scrapes it down the front. But, you know, that could be, he literally could have got his studs caught in the laces, couldn't he? Mm-hmm. Either but way. Either way, good, good he went. Yeah. Didn't like him. It was good he went. Good. I thought, personally, it was a bit harsh. Well, on the replay, yeah, you well, would, do, we would do. First viewing, <laughs> I thought red. Second viewing, I was like, mm, okay, that's a little harsh. But hey, listen, you're not, gonna, you're not going to look a gift horse, are you? Yeah, if, exactly. if it wasn't a red and it was a red, who cares? It, you can't say that we've had players sent off in the past that shouldn't have been sent off. You know, so like yeah. you say, I mean, you can split that. You can pre-put it to a vote. I'm sure you get a very like different responses to it. Like you say, it's very subjective to anything, isn't it? Really. So, it's well, I thought what, I thought it was enough to to warrant. What happened? Yeah. Here's a question then. Do you reckon if they had VAR and they went to review that, would they have stood with the on-field decision? Uh, well, you can't tell, can well, you? Well, uh, if Cooper for Lee's got, you know, the yellow card overturned it to a red card, then I think definitely because he got the ball. So, whereas this guy didn't. So for me, yes, it would have still been a red card. And it was nice from that red card then that we did kind of take the game more to them and, and started to dominate possession more and actually started having some shots. I think Adebayo had one from that cross, which which went miles over. Jujby Hall had yeah. one, uh, I think that was even before the red card, which was left-hand side. He had that ball as well, pulled back to Colo, looked like mm. he had to just tap it in. Didn't do that. That was also another one that people were saying potential penalty, but I don't think so. It wasn't. I don't think anyway. But no, I just think he got beaten to the ball just yeah, a little yeah, bit. It was, just, it was nothing in it, was there? Really? I think from that, what you've got to say is, even before the sending off, we were becoming mm-hmm. into the ascendancy. We, we, we were yeah, taking a little bit more control. Um, but after the sending off, it was just a case of, are we going to push that goal? Because the, the chances were coming and, 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 you know, rule of thumb says you'll take one. Hmm. Unless it's with us and you never know. Mm. But well, we didn't get the that, opportunity. There is that. There is that. I when uh, Jordan Clark was fouled on the edge of the box, we all screamed at the referee for not playing advantage because it fell to corner yeah, on the yeah, right yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was moaning about the amount of time Wickham were taking to get their wall sorted. And I was just in there going, we're wasting two minutes here. We could be attacking. And I was yeah, like, what's going on? But that? that's why we hate Wickham, isn't it? Because they will game manage like that. They will game manage. The well, good. Yeah. It always bites them on the arse if we're lucky. I don't know why I was expecting the free kick just to go miles over the bar into the wall or something, but Monker comes on the pitch and does just something that he seems to be so brilliant at, and that is scoring these ridiculous free kicks. And this one had, I feel like this one, if you compare it to like the Fleetwood one and the Portsmouth one, it's kind of got a bit of... Same sort of side and angle, isn't it? And that Oxford one as well, the lowness of that, the whip of the Fleetwood... They all seem to be very sort of similar, don't they? Like now you say, yeah. Oh, his technique was really good. He never sort of like never sort of whips it across. He always goes. He almost placed it in. Yeah, he almost placed it in, and and the curl on the ball around the wall was fantastic. And he knew it was in straight away, didn't he? Yeah. Well, you see him celebrate even before he's like it's about three yards from the goal. Yeah. You've got to ask the question: um, Where was the Wickham? I don't. I don't really care to be fair, but the 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 position of the Wickham Mm. goalkeeper helped. The wall. I kept saying on the day, why have they got so many players in the wall yeah, there? Yeah. I was going to ask, so do you reckon Wickham will be annoyed at that wall? Because well, you look at it, I and there be. seems to be a huge gap that Monker's got that in. Yeah. So is, is well, that from Stockdale not doing that wall further to the left-hand side? Because he's had such a huge gap to... Well, yeah, I suppose... He hasn't had to really work that hard. That, but also, if you look at the, uh, the guy that's on the far left, he sort of sticks his knee out. He sticks it out a little bit further, he blocks that. Yeah, but also just see how much the ball moved on the way yeah. into that goal. It 
did Let's really take nothing away turn, from the goal. It yeah. did really. Don't take nothing away from it. It was a really good, really good place. We're not taking it away, but if you put an extra two people at the that side of the wall, they they like Patarza does. Or oh, push it, yeah, push it more left, and and then, and then you position your goalkeeper. Look, he was so far across to the right of the goal. Yeah, and it also helps when you got a fat goalkeeper playing for your position as well. <laughs> Because let's face it, I think Wickham got two of the shittest goalkeepers. Out. I thought he took the free kick quickly. Like I think he took that as soon as the referee blew his whistle there. Maybe they weren't properly set. But either way, yeah. great goal. Monker doing it again. That's what we love to see. And then two, three minutes later, Luwalawa, stunning effort. I love Nathan Jones' quote after the game about he could hit a chip shop outside the training ground or... A kebab, kebab shop, shop or yeah, kebab shop, that's it. Down or, the road. <laughs> or fly in top bins. And that feels like most of the time what it is with Kaz. And this time, he slipped... But top bins. Goal of the day. You went mad. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, but the thing is, though, did he slip or did he just put so much power into it? That's how he fell. Yeah, you've probably. Seen some yeah. players yeah. just absolutely like launch himself at the ball. As soon as it left his foot, he was going in oh, with it. It was, it, was, it was a brilliant have goal. Seen, have you seen the angle as well from uh, beyond the goal? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, unreal. Beautiful, man. And imagine that away end. Oh, no, don't, because I would have fallen down the stairs. I, that's that's what happens <laughs> when I'm there. But, you know, the strike, the strike was good. The movement was good. Even, you know, when when he got the ball, he had a lot of space. He had a lot of time to put that in. Whether that's because there were one one man down, I don't know. But when he when he struck it, it was brilliant. A lovely goal. Pure. Lovely, lovely goal. And, and to get two that quick was, was great, fan- wasn't it? Fantastic. And then Adebayo seals yes. it with a brilliant header from another Harry Cornick assist. That's my favourite goal of the day. Just to let you know. Well, the Cornick one. Adebayo. 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 Yeah, that's yeah, what I meant. Yeah, so yeah, the Cornick yeah. assist <laughs> to Adebayo. Yeah, because yeah, just the fact of... He leapt so I think, high. I think, yeah, that's, that's the thing I love. I love a head to go anyway, but I think you was like, oh, we're probably going to go out of play or whatever. I think you have a little winch to yourself. Oh, Cornick, fucking next minute, on the money, yeah. boom. Lovely. And let's not forget the part of Monker plays in that as well, because his ball down the line to Cornick. Yeah. I've seen a few people comment on Twitter saying Monker's ball was so perfect for Cornick because it, it's in a situation where he has to cross it first yes, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to think about it too much. In, exactly. Yeah. Instead yeah. of giving it to his feet and then maybe him going, all right, do I take this defender on or do I open? He had one option to cross and he did. And he per- oh, it's perfect. And maybe it? maybe that's what we say about Harry Cornick is I maybe thought, something like right, that he does need more. Yeah, well, this is it. I mean, I thought his crossing the other day was spot on most of the time. Oh, I think it wrong. You always get a couple of times the ball gets like whipped in or it goes out of play or if, whatever, but... I think, think, but yeah, we, I think recently Cornick's been putting him on the money. There's, I think sometimes people give him a bit of stick for his crossing. Yeah, all right, it's not the greatest, but I think sometimes you don't have enough players in the box. Or that, one that, or two in there. I was about to say, we, we've been absolutely paying for someone to be in there to be your target man. And no, that's what had about. Yeah. yeah, and that's what he was. And actually, when I was watching the goal over and over again, uh, his jump was amazing. Oh, incredible, he, yeah. he, he got so... I mean, I know he's a tall guy... But it's there the was no, leap, there was yeah. no way that, that the defender was getting anywhere near him. He was he was head and shoulders above that defender, and his header was brilliant. Oh, it's brilliant! Yeah, it's amazing. And it's going yeah. like that, mate. You know, yeah, we might next season they would score some goals. We might have broken social distancing rules when that went in. But our <laughs> over there, there we go. And looking at the league table, and in comparison to what it was, and I just wanted to do this because. 2005 to 6, for me, you look back and you, it's hard to compare teams, isn't it? And I don't want to compare teams. But in 2005 to 6, we're in 61 points. And this season, what are we on now? 53? 53, yeah. So we're only eight points behind that total from there. And you think how you look back at that season and we finished 10th. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, how good that is. Well, we're still, still. So like, to be fair. We still finished 10th this season, realistically. I think, exactly. I think so also what you've got to bear in mind is that 
um, those Premiership club. I'm oh, sorry, Premier League clubs that <laughs> were relegated. And he's going to look at him straight away. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I just knew it was coming. That used to be called the Premiership, though, uh, Luke. Just to let you know. Um, those the, the the parachute payments are bigger, so they retain their players more. So you could technically say it's a much harder league than it was yeah. in that, in them times. Um, and it's only proven by the top two of the of the of the, of the, of the yeah hundred percent right now. Also, sorry, it's buying them. What I was going to say as well, I was looking, weird enough, I was looking at the uh, league tables in the past five years in the championship. And I think up until last season and possibly the season before, you could stay up on 44 points or something like that. Teams were getting relegated in like 36 points, 41 points and things like that. And you think, Jesus Christ, like, look how much like football's progressed, you know, like, even at that level now. Yeah. You've got like, teams at the bottom. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm not going to do a teams like Wickham, but even Wickham have got 33 points. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> With five, six games left or whatever, but... And they lost their first seven. Yeah. What I love is uh, that, you know, we've kept that record of not losing there. Yes, it's God. great, and it's eight yeah. away wins for the Told season so now, well. which I think is better than the campaign I was on about in 2005 mm-hmm. to six. So, you know what? Who knows? Next year, it's going to be a good one. I wanted today to focus on Luala or Amonka. Um, after how much of an impact they both made off the bench at the weekend... Do they deserve a starting place against Watford and can you see him staying next season? So let's start with the future of Monker and Lua Lua. Do you reckon they can earn themselves a new deal? Well, why not? I mean, for me, I think if you've got to pick one of the two, it'd be Monker for me because I think you've just got to look at his stats and his ratio, goals, assists, whatever else. It's, it's something special, but all right, I understand that sometimes... He doesn't always play because, you know, Nathan Jones always criticises work rate defensively. But I think he's picked up, you know. I think he's come on even since League One. Do you think the game on Saturday was perfect for Monker because they were down to 10 men? Maybe there wasn't that much pressure on him to be that good on off the ball with, with movement and tracking and stuff. That He did have more of a free role of you go oh, on, yeah, of course. do what you want. I mean, certain, like, certain like, types of games suit certain individuals, but of course. But I just think... <laughs> Like I said, obviously nothing against Luar Luar. Luar Luar is getting on a bit now. Monker is a bit. bit I saw this comment so. on Twitter the other day, and someone said he's he's not he's not. You say getting on, but for a professional footballer, he's not like thirty two now. Luar Luar thirty three. I might have made that up. I would say I would say personally, it depends on whether they thirty want to, I, oh, whether oh, yeah. they want to play regular football because I don't see Luar Luar as a starter. No, no. Uh, Monker possibly. I think he just gives us something different. As a starter. But I think he gives us something different. And I, yeah. I can see him starting certain certain games, not all games, but certain games. Yeah. But for me, he just gives more of an impact all round. So, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if Luwalawa went and Monka because he loves the club. And then that was apparent when we was talking to him at Christmas time. He loves the club. He loves he loves the football. He loves it all. And if we can keep him, then I think he's a, it's yes. a bonus. I can see him being. In and around the squad next season, if he starts, I think I, I think Luton will go big this transfer window, and I think you're going to have to because you look at the teams that could potentially be coming up from League One. Well, yeah, you got Sunderland. And and but just like that, if yeah. a team like Sunderland comes up, they're not going to do what Wickham have done this season. No. If Portsmouth came up in the playoffs, I, they're not going to do what Wickham have done this season. And you look at the teams coming down and how well Watford and Norwich have done this season in the league. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of them them seasons where I feel like we need to carry on building now and not. Not look at people like Monker and Luala and go, oh, you know, they've been here for a while. They could potentially do this. I say, I still, if we can get them off the wage bill and go get someone for what their wage and double 
double up on their wages well, to get but, someone but the issue is, the younger issue is, and better. The issue, the whole issue is that, you know, funding might not be as big as it would have been if there'd been a full stadium every week. I still think yeah. Luar, uh, Luar, sorry, Moncur. I still yeah. think he's got, yeah, got it in the end. I still think Moncur's got a lot more to offer as well for Luton. I really do believe that. I think every time we watch him, I think we, we see a player that you know has got bags of talent. And he really has. Luar, Luar, yeah, he's got talent, this and that, but like you say, he's... Maybe it's time yeah, for him to move on. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, I don't dislike the no. guy. I mean, he's been brilliant he's, yeah, when, he's, when he's played. Player. But I think it's one of those times where you look at him and go, do you know what? Thanks. Yeah, you've done great. Drop a yeah. division, get a few more games. Yeah. It depends. You know, the other thing is, if, if we offer him a contract, it'll be he'll stay because he wants the, the more money he'll get in our division than he would in a lower, in a lower league. Do you reckon Luwalawa walks into any League One squad? Yeah, 100%. Of course he does. Yeah. And do you think after their impact off the bench against Wickham at the weekend that they deserve to start, one of them or both of them deserve to start in the derby game on Saturday? See, this is a tough one. I don't know. It's against them fuckers, mate, you've got to play your best team, whatever that is. However you want to play. However, that's, that's more for the manager and for tactics and whatever else. But And this could be one that we've just mentioned. If Moncur isn't 100% perfect off the ball, you're going to be one yeah, of the game yeah, against yeah. Watford. Exactly. You could be a player down in that area then, realistically. Yeah, I would rather him come on yeah. And score a goal like he did. Yeah, let's get people working hard in the midfield. Let's get the Tunnycliffs in there and your very. I feel like if Monka has to come on, that means we'll be trailing or something. So. No, no, no. It doesn't mean that. It just means that someone's yes, knackered. Someone's knackered. Look, let's not let's not worry too much about that game yet. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's this week. I know. I don't We've got to worry about it. No, no don't worry about no, it. Don't worry about, <laughs> it. Don't worry about the it. Thing, the thing is with, with that game is we all know the passion behind it. We all know how we feel and we know how much we really despise that team down the mm. road. And they're lording it over us at the moment. So we, there's no reason why we can't get a result if we put out a strong team, we play fast and we play up. You know, I think we know we could, hopefully, I'm being optimistic, which is unusual for yeah, me. Why not? I'm, I'm hoping that we can do something. But uh, if Moncur starts, I don't think so. I don't think he will. I'm putting it out there right now. I If we win on Saturday, I will happily lose every other game for the rest of the season. I, if I want to win Saturday, like you guys Bragging said about rights, how much you yeah, hate yeah. Wickham, for me, and I know you guys hate Watford as well. well of course we do. I don't think anyone likes it, mate. There's not one team in this, this country. The there's not one team in this country that I despise more than them. Yeah. Full stop. And I despise lots of teams. <laughs> you could have fooled me, Dave. <laughs> hey listen I, I'm no, lucky enough I'm lucky enough to be old enough to know that you know that I've seen so many victories against them mm-hmm. and some of the younger generation oh, haven't rub it in. no it's yeah, not right. rubbing it in it hasn't and so this hasn't happened for a while um, I'm hopeful that we put in a really good problem I think for me it's don't lose yeah. don't lose and put in a shift as well if yeah. every player doesn't put 100% in then we'll be pissed with them as well yeah. Every can you imagine? Well. Can you imagine what it'd be like being there though? Because it would oh. be amazing, wouldn't it? I'm still, I'm still yet to go to a Luton scummer game. So don't worry. Maybe One soon. Mate. Maybe soon. maybe they th- maybe they just sort of we we we're at the start of their demise for the automatic place. Mm. Let's hope. Let's hope. Well, this is what you guys said about Moncur and Luwalawa. Do they deserve to start against Watford at the weekend? And can you see them staying here next season? Richard says, I'd keep Moncur over Kaz. He scored some vital goals, but his attitude always seems to be off. Taking an age to sign a new contract the other year. Mm-hmm. And I always think he feels he's better than the club. Grant says, no need to have the cautious approach any, uh, any much longer this season. Put them both in and let's go for it in these last few games. 
Lou says, I'd love them both to stay. Always capable of creating something out of nothing. James says, personally, I can't see them both staying. I'd love them to, but they need consistent football. So unless we give them that, um, it's looking like they're going to want to leave at best, which I think is fair enough, isn't it? Yeah, of course. I think we'll kind of sort of understand that as well. We're going to lose one of them, I believe. But I, I do generally think it's going to be Luai Luai. Like you say about yeah. his attitude, signing a new contract, this and that, I think. I don't, I do you know what? That. His attitude about signing a new contract, you know, when you think about his age, he's trying to get the best deal he wanted to get, you know, and, and his agent was obviously shopping him around a bit and didn't get a better offer. And then he thinks, oh, I'll stay. Yeah, of course. But we're forgetting it, we as well. Yeah, but sometimes got the agent as well, yeah, agents, we forget about that. Agents are almost a. Oh, I don't even want to say it. I don't like agents either. So, <laughs> is that? So, you know, um, I wouldn't be surprised if Luar Luar left. This one from Matt is similar to what we've just been saying. And need to keep building the squad. Phil, there's only room for one. Monker gets the nod for me. Yeah. I, I think it, we've said this many a time. Really it, building the squad this. is really important. And, and it's important because we want to consolidate more in this league. New stadium, push on. And, we'll, and the thing is as well, obviously two years in the championship as well, a bit more experience, obviously a bit more know-how with management, players and whatever else. They're going to know what kind of players you need to keep you up or to push you on to that next level. All right, sometimes it don't always work, but you know, sometimes you can't just sit there, just, you know I mean, festering on it, but look. Hey, listen, it'll be devastating. It will be devastating if we put in this much work to get where we are mm-hmm. and we don't, we don't keep that position. If we, if we end up getting relegated because we haven't invested in the team, yeah. it would be awful. So, you know, yeah, shed shed the wood that we don't need anymore. Mark says, for me, Monker should definitely start against Watford. We look more of an attacking threat when he plays. Is it a coincidence that he starts against Norwich, Preston um, at home and impacts yeah. on Saturday, which we scored three in those games? Fair play, that's great. Yeah, should have played more comment, and deserves a new contract. Oh, I definitely agree with you, he should play more. Yeah, 100%. Like, I think I've been saying it for, for quite a while as well. I think he's brilliant. But maybe, if you're going to play, you'll see him against the Scummers on Saturday. Maybe play him in a number 10, maybe. Maybe, I don't know. I'll say maybe again, maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. 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 Uh, it's just, uh, I just, I can't just, what, talk about yeah, Saturday. Just stop talking <laughs> about Saturday. About it, boys. Well, let's stop talking about Saturday, moving to some Instagram questions. This is what we asked you guys to get in touch with us about on social media. And we have a good few. So, Connor says, do you reckon Colo's going to stay at Luton? I hope so. I'd like to think he would, and I think he'd partner well with Adibayo up front, um, like he did on Saturday, really. Um, but he didn't do a lot of Saturday, though, did he? No, but... Off the bench, it looks incredible, though, just to let you all know. I, I'm, I'm thinking, what's your... T- if he doesn't stay, we've got to go and buy another striker. But this is the thing as well, like... I think we've got to be stopped being scared of going into the transfer market. I'm not scared you of going in. You have to be sometimes. No I'm, not, no, I'm not scared of going in. Cautious. But you have to go in and get another one. Right. What's wrong with that? Let's well, do it. All right. If we can, yeah, let's you know do how it. hard it is to sign players on if they said, if they said next, <laughs> But if they, said next, the if they said next season that we've got Nombe and Adebayo up front, what would you say? Say, so, well, that's the downgrade from exactly. Colo and Adebayo. Exactly. I'd be asking so, who's on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's what I mean. So, again, you, you take a punt on a lower league player like we have with Adebayo. Or do you try to get an established goal scorer? Or do you, you say take a punt with a lower league player? They, they, I feel that's that's such a, a wrong expression. All to right, okay. Do you do you want to develop a, a player that's been in League Two or League One? But let's be honest. Adebayo stepped up perfectly. He hasn't. It's not like he's needed to have in a season 
you know, out on loan to get, yeah. you know, he's just, yeah, but, he's, but those, him. he's those people are quite goals. hard to find, aren't they? Those people, if they were easy to find, everybody would do it, right? No, that's what I'm saying. We obviously find it quite hard to find, but it's not like Luton are sitting there now going, oh, we need a striker, let's make it. They've, they've, they've they know what they're doing. Three or four names in that. Well, yeah. I know that. We, we say that all the time that, you know, trust the management, trust the team. They, they'll, they'll, under, they'll understand who they're looking for. Look at Mick Harford. He's, he's brilliant at recruiting mm. players. But... Do you take a risk or do you just keep the one you have for now? Who knows? So Take if, a risk. If Carlos, if, the it's question was, will Colo stay? Um, I wouldn't mind if he stayed. But then again, if, he does not get in every, if he's not getting a game every week, he'll move on. I think it depends on which other clubs are interested. Because if he's going for free, yeah, would he there go could to be a Derby County interested or and he might fancy a new challenge, which you could say fair play to him. Uh, well, Liam yeah. says, which area of the team do you feel is the weakest? Oh, yeah, that's a difficult one. Yeah, Sorry, I feel like you're going to say central midfield. I'm go- Mate, yeah. Right. Um, uh, why? Central midfield, maybe centre-backs when we haven't got cover as well. Yeah. Like, you know, when Bradley's out, Lockie's out, I think, oh, we didn't struggle. Um, we see a few more goals, but it doesn't fill me with joy sometimes. That Derby and Barnsley game with the back four we had is, I think, a prime example of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it does fall apart sometimes, doesn't it? Obviously, your team's not on it. Yeah, back fours all over the gaff and whatever else. But yeah. no, I mean, midfield sometimes, I feel like we need a, um, what's the word? Just someone just to take control, like a Jewsbury Hill, because we know we're going to lose him yeah. in the season. Yeah. I just think we need someone, maybe maybe another two like him. And then I think we'll be sorted. I think we need players that can actually you know, do a bit of everything. I don't yeah. think we've got enough of that. Take it wrong, like Tunnicliffe, for example. I like Tunnicliffe. Some people don't. I think he's a good player. He does certain jobs, but he can't do every job. It's the same with Pelly. He can't do certain jobs, but you know, they all do. Obviously, I know that's how football works. It's balance and whatever else. But I just feel like we need a player, a well-equipped, all-rounded player that can do a job and that can take the game. Do you know what I mean? And just just go for it and just, just give us some like something different. I'm really excited for the summer transfer window. I think we will. I think we'll go big. I, I, I think right. we will go big. I hope you're right. As long as we don't go bust with it. They've said with that transfer that embargo happen. stuff, they would they say how our summer plans won't be affected by this. Mm-hmm. So then I just think yeah, it won't. They they must have they must have ideas. Do you reckon like Tom Ince will stay next season? Do you reckon nah, no? Nah, no way. No. I've already said I'm still going to say it again. Like, no, nah, let's not get on with him. Doesn't matter about him, does it? Just just a, just a point though. That transfer embargo was total bullshit. Yeah, it's I mean a lot EFL the rules. The league. EFL rule, EFL rules use the same rule. Yeah. And then they suspend 10 teams. It's just ba- lack of yeah. communication. Oh, absolutely rubbish. Really. Um, I like this one from Bardell. Most underrated Luton player. Uh, come on then. Who would you choose, Luke? Um, Good. Put it back on him so we can get mm, time to think. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say, uh, I don't think he's underrated, but I feel like he's better than what we think he is. Tony I want to say Jordan Clark. Jordan Clark. Nah, so no, I don't feel no, like he's underrated. No I way. love Jordan Clark. I think he's been brilliant. I, I think, think, I think he's underrated by Steve. Okay, I yeah. don't know if yeah. Steve's being serious though, Steve. Can you get back to us on that, mate, please? But um, nah, mate, Clark's amazing. Jordan Clark, I think, I think, I think everybody would say that Jordan Clark's been amazing since, mm. since he's got Well, I think he's football. better than what everyone else thinks he is, so therefore, I feel he's underrated. Oh, not to me. He's not anyone I love. The, mate, yeah. oh, he feels it everywhere. He's brilliant. You love Morel though. Yeah, he can't get a fucking game, so that's his bullshit, <laughs> isn't it? It's a tough question because there's not I'm anyone in that team that Tunnicliffe. stands out as underrated. I think it's underrated. Tunnicliffe is underrated for me. I don't think he sets the world alight, but I think he does a very, very good job. Like I say about balance and players that can't do everything, but he does a great job at what he does. 
And I think with a bit more confidence, Tony Cliff could be even better. So let's face it, I, I'm, I've seen him play a lot before. Obviously, when he was at Millwall and whatever yeah. else. Millwall loved him. Yeah, he was brilliant. Proper player. They, well, I kind of player they expect, I suppose. Dave, any answer from you? Or? Yeah. No. No, no answer from me. I, no. If I give an answer out, I'll just get slagged off for it. So I'm just going to I'm just going to go with what you guys have said. It's and, Dan, and Dan Potts at centre back as well is underrated. It's the difficult one though, isn't it? It's All a right. really difficult one. That's one we put out for producer Jacob to social media. Do you think who's the most underrated player in the Luton squad? That's what we want to know. Yeah, okay, well, that, that'd be good. It'd be good to see what they say and what everyone say, what everyone thinks because that's a really difficult question because you never I never look at it like that. And talking of difficult questions, let's end on this one from Andrew. He says, what will your first meal out be? Oh. Now pub gardens are open again, restaurants are open. McDonald's and a can of beer. Taro. No, obviously not, mate, come on. Do you know what I'm Filth. really excited for? Just a nice steak and chips. Do you know what? Pint. What I'm, I'm really excited for. for, right, I'm going to be a bit optimistic here, right? Go so on. this is what's going to happen. Dave, he just wants to know your first meal out. I know that. I know he wants to know that. However, what well, come I'm on then, man. This is, this is, like, I'm just me being special t- to you, yeah. Yeah, because this is, it, it, it wouldn't matter what I was eating. So Saturday, what happens is, this is what's going to happen, right? We're going to beat the scummers down the road, two nil, right? And I'm just really happy with that. But before Dave, no, what are you going to eat? No, no, no. I'm not eating nothing. What are you going to eat? That's all they want to know. I'm going to go to the pub. I'm going to go to the pub. Don't tap the table. I'm going to go to the pub. I'm going to buy a bottle of champagne and I'm going to have the best steak I can find with some... It's not even going to happen. Just it's make just sure you don't go to Cooper's in that note. Anyway. <laughs> what do you mean it's not going to happen? Well, you just made this overrun for two minutes, so that's fine. We'll leave off. My first meal is going to be a fry-up. There you go. Lovely. Fry-up That's all Andrew bitter. wanted to know. And there that's all we've got time for today. Fry-up and a pint of bitter. So a big game coming up at the weekend and let's hope that we can get the get the result. And maybe, if you guys fancy it, we could do a pre-Watford podcast. Yeah, when? What, 11 o'clock in the morning, we're all steaming drunk? Could be a, could be a plan. Good shout. Talking like Glasgow. <laughs> anyway, that's all we've got time for today. Go catch us on YouTube if you haven't already. Oh, when the town, you can see us live in our lovely studio here, lovely which isn't ever. really a studio. But, and uh, get us on iTunes, rate us five stars on socials, what's, Oh, when the town. And we shall see you next week to discuss everything about the M1 Derby.